Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Saturday the 1st of August 2020. A quick reminder to go and have a look at the website richmondhuzzleparish.org.uk. We're on that cusp between the two weeks so we're just coming to the end of that week commencing the Oh, I can't now remember. It was something like the 26th of July. We're now heading towards the 2nd of August. On the website, on the What's On page, there is an invitation to the 10 o'clock communion service um, on Sunday and to the 4 o'clock cafe church on Sunday. You can join both of those in person or on YouTube or on Zoom or on Dialin. And all the resources for all of them are on both the What's On page and the latest resources and podcasts page dated the 2nd of August. So there is plenty to have a look at and there will be certainly more added between now and Sunday. For example, Scott's sermon once he's written it. Halfway there. Halfway there. So there is plenty to be going on with. Uh, The preacher, as we now know, on Sunday is Scott on with Martin and then oh joy of joys cafe church is myself with Martin and Benji is going to join in with us this evening morning I will finish my sermon once I've written the wedding anniversary card oh is that today <laughs> how many years a lot <laughs> so we begin this day with worship and prayer O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, you are my God. Eagerly I seek you. My soul is athirst for you. My flesh also faints for you, as in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So would I gaze upon you in your holy place, that I might behold your power and your glory. Your loving kindness is better than life itself, and so my lips shall praise you. I will bless you as long as I live, and lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my helper, and under the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand shall hold me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, So may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. We have Psalm 20. 
we will call on the name of the Lord our God. May the Lord hear you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob shall defend you, send you help from his sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. Remember all your offerings and accept your burnt sacrifice. Grant you your heart's desire and fulfil your mind. May we rejoice in your salvation and triumph in the name of our God. May the Lord perform all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord will save his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the mighty strength of his hand. Some put their trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will call only on the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. O Lord, save the King and answer us when we call upon you. We will call on the name of the Lord our God. Merciful God, purify our hearts in the flame of your spirit and transform our toil into an offering of peace that we may reject the proud rule of might and trust in Christ alone. For he is our Lord forever and ever. Amen. Our second psalm is Psalm 21. The king puts his trust in the Lord. The king shall rejoice in your strength, O Lord, how greatly shall he rejoice in your salvation? You have given him his heart's desire and have not denied the request of his lips. For you come to meet him with blessings of goodness and set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked of you life and you gave it him length of days for ever and ever. His honour is great because of your salvation. Glory and majesty have you laid upon him. You have granted him everlasting felicity and will make him glad with joy in your presence. For the king puts his trust in the Lord because of the loving kindness of the Most High, he shall not be overthrown. Your hand shall mark down all your enemies. Your right hand will find out those who hate you. You will make them like a fiery oven in the time of your wrath. The Lord will swallow them up in his anger, and the fire will consume them. Their fruit you will root out of the land, and their seed from among its inhabitants. Because they intend evil against you, and devise wicked schemes which they cannot perform. You will put them to flight, 
when you aim your bow at their faces. Be exalted, O Lord, in your own might. We will make music and sing of your power. King puts his trust in the Lord. Crown us, O God. Crown us but with humility and robe us with compassion. That as you call us into the kingdom of your Son, we may strive to overcome all evil by the power of good, and so walk gently on the earth with you, our God, forever. We have Psalm 23. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord is my shepherd, therefore can I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. He shall refresh my soul and guide me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You spread a table before me in the presence of those who trouble me. You have anointed my head with oil and my cup shall be full. Surely goodness and loving mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. O God, our sovereign and shepherd, who brought again your son Jesus Christ from the valley of death. Comfort us with your protecting presence and your angels of goodness and love, that we also may come home and dwell with him in your house forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The first reading is taken from 1 Samuel, chapter 13. Now there was no blacksmith to be found throughout all the land of Israel. For the Philistines said, The Hebrews must not make swords or spears for themselves. So all the Israelites went down to the Philistines to sharpen their plowshares, mattocks, axes, or sickles. The charge was two-thirds of a shekel for the plowshares and for the mattocks, and one-third of a shekel for sharpening the axes and for setting the goads. So on the day of the battle, neither sword nor spear was to be found in the possession of any of the people with Saul and Jonathan but Saul and his son Jonathan had them. 
Now a garrison of the Philistines had gone out to the pass of Miss Mishmash. One day Jonathan, son of Saul, said to the young man who carried his armour, Come, let us go over to the Philistine garrison on the other side. But he did not tell his father. Saul was, was staying in the outskirts of Gibeah, under the pomegranate tree that is at Migron. The troops that were with him were about six hundred men, along with Ahijah, son of Ahitub, Ichabod's brother, son of Phinehas, son of Eli, the prince of the lord of Shelah, carrying an ephod. Now the people did not know that Jonathan had gone. In the pass by which Jonathan tried to go over to the Philistine garrison, there was a rocky crag on one side and a rocky crag on the other. The name of one was Bozes and the name of the other Sina. One crag rose on the north in front of Mishmash and the other on the south in front of Geba. Jonathan said to the young man who carried his armour, Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will act for us, for nothing can hinder the Lord from saving by many or by few. His armour-bearer said to him, do all that your mind inclines to. I am with you as your mind is, so is mine. Then Jonathan said, Now we will cross over to those men and will show ourselves to them. If they say to us, Wait until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place and we will not go up to them. But if they say, Come up to us, then we will go up, for the Lord has given them into our hand. That will be the sign for us. So both of them showed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Look, Hebrews are coming out of the holes where they have hidden themselves. The men of the garrison hailed Jonathan and his armour-bearer, saying, Come up to us, and we will show you something. Jonathan said to his armour-bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord has given them into the hand of Israel. Then Jonathan climbed up on his hands and feet, with his armour-bearer following after him. The Philistines fell before Jonathan and his armour-bearer, coming after him, killed them. In that first slaughter, Jonathan and his armour-bearer killed about twenty men within an area about half a furrow long in an acre of land. There was a panic in the camp, in the field, and among all the people. The garrison and even the raiders trembled, the earth quaked and it became a very great panic. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. 
Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her, says the Lord. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her. That you may drink deeply with delight from her consoling breast. For thus says our God, you shall be nursed and carried on her arm. As a mother comforts her children, so I will comfort you. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Our Gospel reading is Luke chapter 23. Then the assembly rose as a body and brought Jesus before Pilate. They began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting our nation, forbidding us to pay taxes to the emperor, and saying that he himself is the Messiah, a king. Then Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered, You say so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no basis for an accusation against this man. But the crowds were insistent and said, he stirs up the people by teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee, where he began, even to this place. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him off to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had been wanting to see him for a long time, because he had heard about him and was hoping to see him perform some sign. He questioned him at some length, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him. Even Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then he put an elegant robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. That same day Herod and Pilate became friends with each other. Before this they had been enemies. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. That glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, 
and guide us into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath which God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins in the tender compassion of our God. The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. And so we begin our weekend with prayer asking that this weekend we may walk with our Lord in prayer, with prayers spoken and unspoken. We bring before God all the worship that we will enjoy and take part in, in our homes, in our church, over this weekend, we bring before God the prayers of our church family, spoken and unspoken, lifted up to you in faith. We pray for the work and preparations still to be done for our services tomorrow. We pray that the technology works, that people feel safe, that people feel comfortable either worshipping in church or at home. We pray for our businesses setting up in the marketplace and in their shops in our town, for the busyness of this morning and of this day, that those who work feel safe as they serve. We pray that we all know and have confidence in how to go about our daily business. We pray for those parts of our country which are facing further uh, restrictions on movements, both in the last couple of days and in the days and weeks ahead. We pray that infection rates go down in all parts of our country and in our world. 
We pray for those living in parts of the world in which there is great poverty and fewer options when responding to the virus. We pray for those working to find cures and better treatments. We pray for those working in our doctors, surgeries and hospitals and care homes. And we pray for all those known to us who are ill in body, mind or spirit. We pray for those who grieve at this time, for their family and friends. We pray for those in positions of responsibility, for our Queen and her government and Parliament, for all those in positions of power in local regions. As they take all the various bits of information about the coronavirus, about the economy, about so many other things from which decisions must be made, that they know your wisdom and seek the common good. And may we, this day, this weekend, in our own small way, strive to make a difference in our world with love, in service, as we strive to imitate you in our lives. Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of your name. Increase in us true religion, nourish us with all goodness, and of your great mercy keep us in the same. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And so wherever we are and whatever we are doing, we are in different places, but we are still united with each other and with God. And as Benji goes slightly mad, together we say the Lord's Prayer together. Our, Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. So may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.